Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with easy-peasy loan approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Own. Yeah! What's up, everybody? It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the ass end of the week, baby. It is the sixth day of May, 2022. Today is a Friday. My name is Nick. Hey, look, everybody. There's Big J. Hey, here I am. How was the taco experience last night? Uh, I did not end up getting to go. What the hell? Well, I got wrapped up in a project, and uh, the weather didn't look like it was going to be super nice. Just didn't make it out. I'll tell you what. A lot of people were interested in it. You talked about yesterday. We got like two or three emails. Uh, talking about it, so I was hoping that you were going to follow through. But uh, listen, I, I get it. Sometimes things get caught up and you're not able to uh, to make it happen. But uh, hopefully it was an enjoyable Thursday evening for you. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, it wasn't bad. Uh, beautiful. Did you get the project done that you needed to get done? Uh, first draft. First draft. Whoa. Sounds like it's heavy duty. <laughs> Isn't it always? Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's going to be a very busy show for us on this Friday. Uh, not only do we want to give away some money with the X-Rock Double Dare at 7.30, not only do we want to get somebody qualified for the Big Backyard Box at 6.30, but we also have Slipknot and Cypress Hill tickets to give away today, courtesy of Concert Week from Live Nation. The show's not that far no, from being here. No, it's a little over a month away, uh, which is crazy. And it's on a Saturday night. It's going to be bananas. Plus... We also have tickets to go check out Floater. Edge Brewing is presenting that show coming up on the 9th of July at the Knitting Factory. We'll hook you up with tickets to that. Our friend Sarah Rafael is going to pop back in here today, courtesy of Lounge at the End of the Universe. Uh, She's got her stand-up strip-down show tonight at the Lounge, which is awesome. Chris Shaw is headlining this weekend. He will be in as well as we will talk Lounge at the End of the Universe today. We have a charity show happening at the Shredder tomorrow. Which, excuse me, tonight, which is pretty amazing. That is going to be awesome. That benefits some really cool things. We're going to learn about that, and we're going to talk to uh, Chris Price from Slumlord, one of the bands that are going to be playing at the Shredder tonight, along with Blacktooth Grin and Hand of Doom and Karen Comes Killing. That's a reunion show for Karen Comes Killing, isn't it? No, I think they've been playing shows. I love that. Happens well as many as you can play these days. Yeah, I suppose that's true. So uh, it's a great lineup there at the Shredder tonight. We'll talk a little bit about that today as well and how you can help out and uh, actually do a nice little thing for charity, which is always a good thing. Plus, Big J, you're going to have a story for us? We're not messing around today, man. That's a long and storied Friday show for you. On top of we're going to hell and all sorts of other things. So we're going to try to make it a good one. Hopefully you have some nice plans. I know the missus is out of town. Is she going to be back in town for a Mother's Day celebration? Um... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, how late they're they're uh, going to be driving from California, so... So suffice it to say, no Mother's Day plans for you, huh? Right. Even if they do come in, you'll be unprepared for class. But uh, don't forget that you uh, have Mother's Day this weekend, so celebrate the, uh, the wife who is the mother of your children if you have them. Celebrate your own mom uh, this weekend, as it only comes around once a year, and it's always nice to pay your respects. We'll get started with some Red Hot Chili Peppers. We're going to give it away here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. On the X Rocks.
After with Nick and Big J. It's not here yet, but it is getting here soon. I'm talking about the ability to float the old river, Big J. Oh, yeah. And so yesterday, the Boise Fire Department began its annual Boise River mitigation process to help clean up potential hazards in the river as we get headed towards floating season. Now, uh, they're going to be there over the next couple of days. Crews are going to look to identify hazards to remove in the following weeks. Over the last 20 years or so, the typical start date for the official Boise River float season has been around June 21st or so. But start dates have ranged as early as June 12th to all the way as late as July 29th. Now, last year's float season began on June 15th. It ran through September 6th after 76 days of summer operations. And so every year, the Boise Fire Department heads out there and just goes, okay, what has shifted over the winter months that could make it dangerous for people that are floating out there or tubing out there or whatever the case may be and they don't mess around man because they can't i mean over 125,000 people every year float the river in the ada county parks and waterways so it's a very popular pastime here in the treasure valley over the course of the summer so they take this pretty seriously so if you see the fire department out there you know why they're making sure you and your family are safe isn't that nice it's very nice so a tip the cap to the men and women out there at the Boise Fire Department taking care of business beginning yesterday and all the way through this weekend as they get ready for float season. I, I don't know why the NBA does this, why they have off days during the playoffs, especially this early on. It's mind-boggling to me, but there was no NBA playoffs last night. But plenty of action on the ice. Rangers over the Penguins, 5-2. to two. That series is knotted up in one apiece. The Panthers beat the Capitals, 5-1. to one. That series also tied up one apiece. Predators uh, fell to the Avalanche in overtime. Colorado up 2-0, and the uh, Stars even up their series with Calgary with a 2-0 victory. Way to go to everybody. These things are going to go long. They usually do, so get ready. The Memphis Grizzlies' Dylan Brooks was suspended for one game by the NBA yesterday. That's after the fragrant foul led to the Golden State Warriors' Gary Payton II fracturing his elbow in Game 2 of the second round of the playoff series, and Brooks being ejected. Uh, Brooks did hit Peyton across the head in the air as he was chasing him down from behind, and Peyton fell hard on the floor. Uh, the team has announced he'll be out at least a month, so the Warriors are going to have to go on a deep run for Gary Payton II to be back on that floor this postseason. And Dylan Brooks is only out for one game because of it, so uh, he will, I guess, figure things out and be back for game, I guess that would be three, maybe four, yeah. uh, in the series. Get ready. NBC has already said, you know what, let's do it. We are going to order a series order of the reboot of Quantum Leap. They're not just going to make the pilot and see how it does. They're going to go full bore. The updated version of the 90s sci-fi drama has found its star as well. It is Raymond Lee, who, if you watched Amazon's Mozart in the Jungle, you are familiar with his work. If you haven't, you are SOL. But that's who is going to star in the Quantum Leap reboot that NBC has said we want uh, as many as 13 episodes of for the first season. So it will be coming soon to a television near you. I can't remember. Did you say you were interested? Only uh, yeah. if they bring back Scott Bakula? Or are you interested in uh, full stop? I'll try it out either way. Okay. So it will be coming, looks like, uh, beginning of next year in the spring is when you can check out the Quantum Leap reboot on NBC. <laughs> Uh, what's in the box? Only on 100.3 VX Rocks. What's in the f***ing box? We like to kick off your mornings by getting somebody qualified to be a part of the big backyard box. It's a $10,000 box inside $1,000 to a bunch of Treasure Valley companies like the Lifetime Store, Arcari Concrete, Boise Army Navy, Butte Fence, and more, plus $1,000 cash that you can do with that what you want. Spend it on your backyard, spend it on your housing interior, whatever, man. 
It's your call, and it's a great, gigantic prize, but in order to win it, you have to be qualified. So we're playing What's in the Box. Big J has a metaphysical box. You know, you got the Multiverse of Madness coming out today. There's a lot of craziness going on in there, and there's a lot of craziness going on in here. Anything could be inside <laughs> that box. Anything at all. You just got to listen to Big J's clues and try to decipher what he has inside of his box this morning. If you get it right, you are qualified. It's that easy. 208-287-1003. Let's go to the phones. Good morning, The X. Good morning, The X. Hello. How you doing, man? What's your name? Uh, my name's David. All right, David. You're up first. Sure. See if you can figure out what's inside Big J's box, all right? All right. Here we go. An electronic image that represents a user. Nothing, all right. Uh, move, a movie starring Sigourney Weaver where everyone was blue and multiple sequels are on the way. Oh, my goodness. Avatar. There you go. Yeah, David, nice. good job, man. Avatar's inside the box. Hang on one second. You will get qualified for that big backyard box, and that's exactly how it works. 345 with Adam, another chance for you to qualify. Is there an actual uh, photo representation or the movie itself inside the box this morning? Neither. I'm talking about the band, Avatar. <laughs> okay. A sweet, the last clue is a Swedish metal band that's played a free act show with songs like uh, Burn it, uh, to the Ground, Freak Show, and Hail the Apocalypse. You mean Let It Burn, of Let course. Let It Burn, yes. Uh, and uh, they are in the throes of uh, making another album just before coming back to the States for another tour. Very nice. Love so, uh, you know, as uh, as fans, obviously, watching their uh, social media, it's always a fun thing to do here, especially when they're uh, creating a new album. Yeah, uh, it appears that they have secluded themselves in a Swedish forest this Again, time Again, I think they've done this before. Yeah, last time so, they did it, they were it was uh, it was not the album that followed up Black Waltz. It's Feathers. Uh, it? Yeah, you may be right. Yeah, because yeah. they worked with Sylvia, the, the, the uh, young lady that produced all the System of a Down stuff early in the, in the 2000s and did a fantastic album. But yeah, they've, uh, they've gone back to the wilderness this time around to put together an album and we're excited for it so uh no word on when that will be out because there's kind of in the early stages of it but whenever we know we have new avatar music it always makes us happy Can't wait. disagree morning after with nick and big j it'll be story time from big j next on the x rocks pencils down kids big j is about to tell us a story and i am ready big j it's story time yeah, well, uh, as I mentioned earlier here, the wife uh, is out of town for a few days. And so she goes out of town. Uh, what uh, sometimes I completely forget about is the fact that we have an eBay store, Nick. And uh, in that eBay store, uh, we sell, well, I don't want to say we. She sells uh, mostly parts for nail guns and those sort of things. But she's been uh, part of the tool business for a long time. And we've got a bunch of parts that we sell um, along with some sports cards here and there. And just, you know, some of the other uh, crazy things that uh, we've collected here and there. Um, but she usually handles all that. And it hasn't been super busy lately, but it never fails. When she goes out of town immediately, uh, she gets an order. And then uh, it falls on me to do all the stuff that needs to be done and i hate it uh and it's because uh, you know first of all she sends me a text message hey you got to do this right now so i gotta you know interrupt whatever i'm doing and um uh, in in the in our garage is where all the parts are and it's a real mess our garage has been a real mess for you know the probably the last seven or eight months in particular and so i'm like i gotta go through that and then i gotta find the right envelope uh to send this out in and then i gotta go do all this stuff and it's not something i do very often so uh obviously i'm prone to making mistakes and i'm like that's very frustrating <laughs> as well and whenever she's gone it's not it's usually not like she's on a leisure thing like she's usually helping family do stuff mm -hmm. and so she's extremely busy and so i'm on the phone 
with her and she's frustrated that I'm dumb and don't know how to do this eBay stuff. <laughs> and so I finally, uh, I finally get it all together yesterday. And, uh, you know, I got print out a shipping label and I, I do all the stuff I think I'm supposed to do. Well, this is an international package. Okay. So I bring here, my first question to her was in, in the morning was, Hey, is this going UPS or is it, you know, postal service? And she's like, dummy, it's on the label. Uh -huh. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And, I, and it took me a long time to look at this. And I was telling you this yesterday, but I'm like, this is when I realized, okay, I am 100% dyslexic because I can't tell the difference. Now, uh, it's a black and white label. And so, you know, UPS and USPS, very similar you know, letters. I just switch them out. And it literally, at this point, I'm looking at it. I'm like, I can't decide what it is. And so I was very frustrated uh, and uh, finally decided, okay, after looking at it for an extended period of time, this is US Postal Service. All right, we're good. And I went and put it in our bin here for people to take for the postal service when they come sure. take the mail. And then uh, she's like, hey, did you sign it and date it? I'm like, huh? No. And so I like overnight delivery style. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I got to go make sure and grab that package before it goes. And I sign it and date it. I didn't, it's an international package. So you got to do that. And, uh, but, but the, the point of this whole story is the fact that uh, you, you had mentioned it and you're like, it's taking you this long to realize that you're dyslexic. Well, no, no, that wasn't a negative thing. No, what I'm I know, saying I is you should be proud. Yes. yes. And, you know, the I, I, I'll say this. I never was diagnosed, and I didn't really seem to feel like I had problems in school with it. But certainly in the last, I don't know, couple years, it's been pretty apparent because I would make some egregious mistakes here in our systems, uh, whether it be uh, numbers and letters and things like that that are very similar or uh, they would be transposed and backwards. And I'm like, that's clearly dyslexia right there. And uh, it is one of those things with your right. It's just one of the things you don't think about on a daily basis because you didn't know what it affected you like that. But now I'm thinking about it a little harder and I probably should probably do something about it. Do you remember when like it was a thing? Like, do you remember struggling like this in like school no. and things like that? See, no, I don't remember that at all. Can I mean, I don't know enough about it my ignorance on the subject but can it manifest itself later on in life i don't know maybe maybe it can i would have to do some more research and i probably will but um yeah the last few years in particular it's really stood out and you know i felt dumb but at the same time i'm like listen i can't help that it's not something i, I make a choice about well some of the things uh, you know you not differentiating between usps and ups is certainly something that that qualifies as that but also like i had no i but I, I mean i don't think i've ever shipped anything internationally so i don't even know where you would sign and date something well, like what goes into yeah that? she said she told me that on the phone I'm oh like, like uh in the middle of me trying to print stuff out on a piece of crap printer that i hate that doesn't work half the time Yes. Uh, there are good times and bad times to relay information to Big J, and when he's doing something is not a good time for you to do that. He has to ha you have to have his undivided attention oh. and then you'll be able to knock it out. And so we have she like she takes up this whole room uh she she works at home. Mm -hmm. So she's got her work computer set up and then she's got her other computer set up which is, you know, two monitors and huge and there's a computer chair there. And I don't know what's wrong that chair is broken, but every time I sit in it I almost fall and die. Over. I mean, typical... <laughs> And so I'm trying to fight that as I'm sitting in this computer chair as well. Is there a camera in that room that would capture it if you were having to fall? <laughs> no. Okay. I just wanted to jerk. Maybe. I mean, listen, we have we have a high success rate of you falling over yeah. chairs and it being popular. You're right. On our social medias. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Is that gentleman or woman going to get that package? Yes, they'll get it. Awesome. I hope the stuff in there is right. All the numbers matched up. But so who hey. knows? I hope I didn't transpose those numbers. Mission accomplished.
Morning After with Nick and Big J. Some important stuff on the way. In the news today. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. You never would have guessed it a couple years ago, especially the way the company was spending money like their hair was on fire and they were trying to put it out with it. But Netflix may be in some serious trouble, Big J. Shocked. The most recent earnings report has the worst numbers the company has ever had. They have had 10 straight years of growth, but after spending a ridiculous amount of money on original content that apparently isn't resonating with subscribers, coupled with the fact that they continue to raise rates, oh, and the way that they are now cutting down on password sharing, they have got some real issues because uh, during their forecasting call yesterday, they forecasted yet another subscriber loss next quarter and a record amount of profit loss as well. Even bigger than the one that they just reported. So now many people are not happy with Netflix as well, especially if you check out the social media. It's a recipe for trouble is basically what a lot of forecasters are saying. People are upset that uh, guess what has resurfaced in the trending side of Twitter? Uh, A 2011 tweet from Blockbuster, a business that is now out of business, but the official Blockbuster account tweeted out a tweet in 2011 that said, hey, tweet while you're leaving Netflix. All of a sudden, it is back, and everybody is tweeting why they want to leave the streaming service Netflix. Anything from, you know, when I joined, it was $6.99 a month. Now I pay almost $12 more than that a month. They're constantly raising their, raising their rates. I'd rather pay for HBO Max and get theatrical releases. Goodbye. Or, uh, you know, laughing about how, you know, Blockbuster were procrastinators back then, and now all of a sudden they're forecasters as well, and how tweets age like a fine wine. But Netflix has some real issues, and I think we've talked about this for a while, but I've also noticed, like, even the original content that they're putting together, I mean, most of my favorite series are coming to an end on Netflix. Ozark just wrapped up. I watch that very much. Enjoy it. Um, you know, Stranger Things is coming to an end very, very soon. Yeah. But everything that they're releasing now is just these shows that are clearly not for me. I'm not in the demo for these shows. These dating shows, these, you know, marriage ultimatum shows, the the reality shows that are that belong on Bravo basically if you were watching this on uh, on cable are something that does not appeal to me nor something I'm interested in and I feel like you're inundated with them at this particular point on on that streaming service and it's just not something that I'm interested in. You know, they say content is king, but maybe they have too much content. They 100% do. Because uh, you can't find something that you like because there's so much stuff in there. Right. and uh, But not only that, but also, like, there's content out there that I didn't even know existed because they're just not – there's too much to get out. Yeah. And they're not letting you know. And whatever content they have that is new that may be interesting certainly doesn't have any staying power because you're on to the next thing in a matter of seconds. So they're spending all this money on things that – are gone within a week. Like, I mean, think about it. The Adam Project they spent a bunch of money on was actually an enjoyable movie. When was the last time you thought about it? And by the way, it came out a month ago. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, nobody cares anymore that this movie was there and it was popular for a week, a week and a half, and now we've all moved on. And that is not a sustainable business model and they need to really kick that around because they're spending hundreds of millions of dollars on these things that are out of the collective consciousness of people within a matter of days. And that is not a sustainable model, and they could be in trouble. I've said it before. If one of these streaming services go under, I would not be shocked if it was Netflix. 
not be shocked at all. So they need to think about it, and probably you, if you're budgeting, need to think about it as well. But it may not be uh, long for this world, or at least under this business model. Now, they've talked about tweaking things, like, for instance, putting out a cheaper subscription rate as long as you're willing to put up with ads. Um, and, like, I mean, even I've kicked that around. I'm like, but am I watching? Like, I mean, literally, Netflix may be the streaming service I go to the least currently. Uh, and I have yeah. a lot of streaming services, uh, perhaps too many. But it's the one that I find myself clicking on the least because there's the least amount of content that I'm interested in on that particular channel. And that's that's an issue for them, I think. Uh, they used to be the king of the mountain, and they're just not anymore. Checking out sports, Rangers, Panthers, Avalanche, and Stars all win on the ice. By the way, in case you're curious, Shohei Itani is very good at baseball. The Angels' two-way player made his debut at Fenway Park last night, struck out 11 Boston Red Sox players, got two hits as the Angels won 8 to nothing. Even one of his hits banged off the left field's green monster so hard it knocked his number 17 off the manual scoreboard. So uh, he's pretty good at baseball, and you're missing out if you're not watching at least a little bit of it. Great news if you are a fan of Justified. Timothy Oliphant is coming back. It is official. They have uh, ordered the miniseries spinoff justified it's coming back on fx which is great it's called justified city of primeval it will be a limited series and oliphant comes back with the producers and everybody of the original acclaimed series how come you didn't watch justified uh it was on fx i didn't watch a lot of fx stuff you need to like you can revisit it now yeah, no, you have I, I uh because, oh i love timothy oliphant oh well, and, and you the, love walton goggins and that's what put yeah. him on the map too yeah. and you by the way you love westerns you love you know gunplay it's all great a cop that doesn't play by the rules you love elmore leonard adaptations this is an elmore leonard character I mean, it's everything that Big J would love. And, oh, by the way, it's fantastic. Like, top to bottom, the whole series is really, really good. So if you haven't checked out Justified, you should, and you should watch it in time to be able to get ready for this miniseries because it's going to be fantastic to see Timothy Oliphant as uh, Raylan Givens again, that's for sure. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. The X Double Dare on 100.3. The X rocks all right let's wrap up the work week and kick off somebody's weekend by winning some money during the x-rock double dare today's contestant is sean hey sean good morning man how you doing i'm doing great how about yourself we are hanging in there sir we certainly would like you to win some cash this morning up to 200 dollars is what's on the table the question becomes how good are you at the following topic big j Really bad comic book movies. Are you well-versed in a comic book world there, Sean? Uh, no, not so much, but I'll give it my best world. I love it. We'll start with $50, and we'll go up to $200. Three questions are on the table. You can stop at any time, but if you get a question wrong, you get nothing, okay? Yep. All right, here comes a $50 question. Good luck. Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones played the Riddler and Two-Face in this really bad Batman movie. Uh, George Clooney ones? Uh, well, I suppose you can let him know, Big J. Is it? Yes. George Clooney Batman. I don't know the name of the Batman movie. Oh, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, that's going to be a problem. Um, 
Batman Forever? Hey! Right. $50 yeah. is yours. That is correct. Hey, Good hey, job. Hey. Batman Now forget forever. the word. Forget the name. You never heard it. Okay, Sean? <laughs> yeah. It's okay that you don't remember. But you do have $50. Now you can take that $50 and walk away, or you can go double or nothing for $100. Just a fair warning. Uh, the questions, at least in theory, are supposed to get a little bit more difficult. So what would you like to do, Sean? Well, let's keep it rolling. Okay. All right. $100. Bucks. George Lucas wrote and directed this 1986 box office bomb that starred Leah Thompson. And it technically was the first Marvel movie, even if it was about a space animal. What film was it? <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of it. <laughs> 1986 uh, is going way back. Yeah, man. I was two. <laughs> two years old. <laughs> uh... Aliens, short red-headed aliens. Nah, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing. Uh, critters. Critters. No. Wrong. Guess. No, not a bad guess. But critters is incorrect. Uh, sorry, Sean, you weren't able to win some cash. What's the correct answer, Big J? Howard the Duck. Right. Howard the Duck was the name of the really bad comic book I mean, it it was really bad. It was terrible. Uh, Sean, unfortunately, no cash for you today, but have a fantastic weekend, brother. The good news is you can continue to play because you didn't win any money, and your next chance today is going to be at 12.30 with Jason Drew and 5.30 today with Adam, and the category remains the same. Really bad comic book movies, so keep that in mind as we move forward today. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your we're going to hell story next on the x Rock. This. The morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Sometimes it just works out like this. For the first time ever in We're Going to Hell history, we went to space. But we're going to space again, Big J. Oh man, two days in a row. Well, two times this week because uh, NASA has announced plans for a little project that they like to call Big J Beacon in the Galaxy. Now, Beacon in a Galaxy is a project that they are going to use to try to send messages to alien civilizations that could be out there. And so inside this particular beacon, there's going to be some things that they feel may interest aliens in wanting to reach out to us as collective societies. You understand? From one intelligent species to another. (laughs) And it's in the news because uh, one of the things that's in this beacon is... Naked pictures of human beings in hopes of getting the attention of aliens and bringing them to us. You know, to see us naked, they'd be like, hey, what's going on there? So the nudie pictures will also include an invitation for the aliens to respond in binary code just in case an intelligent alien race finds this digital picture out there. They can know what we look like when we're fully nude and know that we are somewhat friendly and looking to exchange ideas and maybe make contact that kind of thing now to be clear these these pictures aren't actual photographs you understand they're not like playboy centerfolds or anything like that instead they're basic sketches of a naked dude and a naked lady and then they put it next to a drawing of some dna so the question becomes do you think that'd work it's supposed to make us more inviting, but I'm wondering, like, if I were to stumble upon pictures of naked aliens, would I go, hey, what's going on there? Or would I go, ugh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know. I feel like they would receive that as like, oh, the cartoons. Right. That could be a thing, too. You're absolutely correct. 
But then I started thinking, uh, uh, like, I mean, can I think of a sexy alien that I've seen even in pop culture? And I'm struggling to come up Natasha with Natasha Henstridge. Uh, yeah, but she incorporated, don't forget, she incorporated human form. Yeah, so that's, that's different. When that she was actually in her alien form, oh, not yeah. very no, sexy. No, 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 there's no... Uh, and so I'm trying <laughs> to... We want to go down that road, man. If there's any, like, so I, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I were to see naked pictures of aliens, would that be something that would interest me or say, I'd like to investigate this further? And my answer, at least that I can come up with it in the top of my head, is no. Nah. Hard pass. Thanks. But they feel like the NASA scientists do that this is something that just may work. I don't know if it's going to be, but it just may work. Now, listen, the other stuff in this message isn't nearly as interesting as the naked man and women depiction, but they've also tried to depict gravity and help them understand a little bit more as to what's going on on Earth. And so they're hoping that if this does reach out to them, that it would work. Now, this certainly isn't the first message we've sent out into space hoping to contact aliens. Uh, hell, we made a whole movie called Contact about it. But it is something. It's the first time we've sent nudies of ourselves uh, out to aliens in hopes of it being who something. We, who is the... I'm looking at the picture. I, I mean, I'm. we're talking like Adam and Eve kind of stuff here. It's not exactly any clear-cut version of anybody. Like, you can't I say... I still feel like we missed an opportunity here not to have a huge contest on earth to, to find the people that we send the nude pictures of i see like yeah the the ultimate specimen of the male and yeah. female species show us what you've got but that to be fair that also wouldn't be a very accurate depiction of the human race why, would it why, why should that be any different than the way we look at things anyways here i suppose earth? you're right i mean if we wanted to be realistic we should send a couple of pictures of some fatties up there and go listen we don't want to get your yeah. hopes up too high this is what most of us look like so get ready the beautiful people are on TV, or uh, they've done some work to make it that way. So don't get too used to this kind of stuff, I guess, is my point. We'll see if it works. Maybe the nudes will be what brings the aliens to us. Although I wouldn't hold my breath. Do morning really after. Want that? Mm, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, a bunch of horny aliens coming over here? What the, what the hell does that mean? Sense. <laughs> morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. People are complaining, Big J. Yay. It has been a while since things have, I guess, kind of resembled normal from the pandemic. But one of the things that's happening is people have really struggled with interpersonal communication once things have gotten back up and normal, i.e. meeting somebody out in the wild. So I know it's been a while, but take me back to the days when you were on the prowl big j uh the ladies man if you will uh what were some of the key icebreakers slash flirting techniques that you used that helped you get to where you are today uh <laughs> i would try to do the goofiest stupidest pickup line i could think of okay you would tr- you would go for the corny slash funny kind yeah. of thing okay uh congratulations man you are right in line with researcher and i guess relationship expert leaf canair who put this study together, he says, listen, guys, if you're going to go in and you're going to flirt, and this goes for men or women or whatever, humor is absolutely 100% the way to go. Try to find a way to showcase your personality, your humor. Uh, it doesn't matter what you look like. There's got to be some attraction there for it to work, clearly. But if you want to flirt with somebody, humor is always the way to go because it showcases that you can make them laugh, and that is something that somebody's always looking for in somebody that they are attracted to. 
gotta make them laugh in some way, shape, or form. And so that's the key. So whether you have an icebreaker that you think is funny or you want to go up to somebody and start things, then that's great. Now, he does say there is an exception to this rule, and that is if you're looking for a one-night stand. Then humor doesn't matter. But in every other instance, it definitely does. But he says the other key to things besides humor, eye contact and smiling. Make sure that they oh, know yeah. that you're listening, that you're paying attention, that you want, to, that you are paying attention only to them, and that helps out. Now, listen, uh, I'm not going to tell you that, that everything is going to work, but those are some refreshers and reminders if you need some flirtation techniques. Apparently, they work. Uh, I cannot say if they do or not, but Big J says home run every time, right? No. No. Not every no, time. No. What was the batting percentage? I have no idea. I mean, let's say uh, out of 10, how many times did the, the corny pickup line work? Maybe two times. Right. 200? Not Hall of Fame bad numbers. 200, no, not at but all. But enough to get you on the roster, the postseason roster, when they expand in September. That ain't bad. Yeah. So. I would say not bad for a fat dude. <laughs> Even better. Yeah, take that into account. Rangers beat the Penguins 5-2 last night. That series is knotted up at one game apiece. Panthers over the Capitals 5-1. Also tied up at one game apiece. Avalanche over the Predators 2-0. Excuse me, 2-1 in overtime. Colorado leads that series 2-0. And then the Stars beat the Flames 2-0. That series is tied at one game apiece. Uh, the Miracle Mets have already started this year, Big J. Uh, they had to keep coming back and coming back in baseball games to win. And they stunned the Phillies last night. A seven-run comeback in the ninth inning to win the game 8-7. They had entered the ninth inning in Philadelphia down 7-1 to one without before mounting their comeback. Uh, they have trailed by at least six runs in the ninth and one. Uh, it's the first time they've trailed by at least six runs in the ninth and one since 1997. Uh, third time they've done it in franchise history. So nice game by the Mets last night. You didn't have any basketball, so maybe you picked up some baseball stuff. Uh, I'm sure you've seen it if you are a fan of the world of Game of Thrones, but there is a teaser trailer for The House of the Dragon that dropped yesterday. It follows the Stark, Baratheon, and Targaryen families from Game of Thrones, but this uh, series takes place many centuries before Game of Thrones, as well as a few dragons are on display in the clip. The 10-episode HBO original drama series debuts Sunday. It sounds to me like you're coming around on this, Big J. No, I just like the dragons. Okay, Uh, because you did tell me that you had zero interest in this, but now are you thinking that you might pick it up a little bit? I don't know. Listen, uh, the wife and I are having fun watching... Hawaii Five-0 right now. Until that's done, there'll be no new series of any kind. Well, we're talking about three months before this debuts. Do you think you'll be able to knock that out in three months? The way you're going yeah, well, pff, yeah. Well, then, okay. This could be on your agenda, then I guess. August twenty-first is when it debuts on HBO. Well, it needs to get in line because next is Magnum PI. HBO <laughs> Max. Well, that's not as many seasons as Hawaii Five-O. It's true. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Pop culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and it's time to hook somebody up with some tickets to go see Slipknot Road Show, the Not Fest, as they say, Fort Idaho Center Arena. It's happening Saturday, June 11th, right around the corner when you get down to it. And all uh, thanks to the All In Ticket, $25 ticket uh, for Concert Week that's happening right now. Uh, you can check out some of those deals for the Fort Idaho Center in particular at cttouringid.com. We'll get to that if you can beat Nick in Pop Culture Smackdown. Let's be honest, it's been pretty easy this week. 208-287-1003. Let's see if that trend continues. Big J, any theme with the questions today? Uh, We'll start off a little George Clooney action. All right. Uh, Happy birthday. Okay. Hello, The X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? 
James. All right, James, you're up first. Good luck. James, George Clooney starred as Dr. Ross in this huge NBC hit medical series in the 90s. Oh, it's, um... Um... Oh... Trying to my tongue. James, 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 James. James. <laughs> um, ER. Right. You got it. ER is yeah. correct. Oh. <laughs> uh, Nick, Clooney, <laughs> Clooney starred in and directed this movie about the early days of American football. Oh, oh crap. Jim Krasinski, le- le- Leatherheads. Leatherheads is right. right. John Krasinski, don't disrespect him. Now. Oh, that's right. Jim is rolling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what character does Tom Hanks voice in Toy Story? Uh, Woody. Woody. Right. Yeah, all right. I dumbed down some of these questions, Nick. Oh, man. All right. Nice. Foo Fighters guitarist. <laughs> Thanks for not being insulted by that, Jake. Foo, Foo Fighters guitarist Chris Shifflitnick turns 51 today. He plays guitar in a super band of sorts under the name Jake Johnson. You, do, I, I know you probably don't know this, but you do know that I have an affinity for ska music, and no, I have I know seen this, you know band this band live I, like six times, and I've said hi to Chris on multiple occasions. Me first in the Gimme Games. Yep, I, right. I, I, I figured that's see that's the kind of question I know you should know the answer. <laughs> I do, but love I that. never know. I do love that goofy band. Um. At the end of the 1997 movie Titanic, what did Rose do with the necklace? She threw it in the ocean. Yeah, right. There you go. She threw it in the, the ocean. Cord de la mer. The tagline, Nick, Die Harder, comes from which Die Hard movie? Well, I would have to be Die Hard 2, right? Why would it have to be that? Because it was called Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Yeah, it's true. Right. That's right. <laughs> uh, what is Napoleon Dynamite's best friend's name? Pedro. Pedro right. is correct. Go for him. Uh, let's see here if I can find a, a tough question. What was the first movie to feature a large-scale CGI military battle? <sighs> That's all I'm going to get? That's Is all you like, get. Uh, a large-scale CGI military battle. First movie. <sighs> Man, um, it doesn't necessarily mean it's well done, I suppose, huh? <laughs> True. How about The Mummy? No, no. The Mummy Wrong. was well done, by the way. Starship Troopers, Nick. Oh, right. Uh, terrible, awful, fun movie. Congratulations, man. You got yourself tickets to Slipknot, Cypress Hill Horror. They call that the Knotfest Roadshow. It's happening on the 11th at the Fort Idaho Center. Hold on, James. We'll hook you up. Make sure you're all good to go. There's your pop culture smackdown. I feel like I redeemed myself yeah, a little good bit. good job. We got ourselves some events happening at the Lounge at the End of the Universe this weekend. Learn all about it next on the X-Rock. That is Three Dates Grace. Brand new album out today, by the way. It's Animal I've Become here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Another awesome weekend at the Lounge at the End of the Universe, highlighted by some great talent and great shows happening, and we are lucky enough to have a couple of them in studio this morning. Let's kick things off by talking to our old friend Sarah Raffaella, who is here, who's got a very big show this weekend. Good morning, Sarah. How are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? Good. Thanks for getting up early and coming on in. I suppose we've been talking about it. We teased it a little bit, but it's time for another one of the shows that you have produced from the ground up, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, This weekend is the stand-up strip-down body-positive comedy show uh, where we're all going to just get naked on stage (laughs) and uh, tell jokes. Uh, But I'm really excited. The the lineup is hot this yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just so excited. Awesome. So excited. Tell us who's uh, who's going to be on the show. So I've got Chris Sunberg. Mm-hmm. I've got Reese Samuels, 
Chris Shaw, who we happen to have in town this weekend headlining. Um, and then I have a special guest performance from Enzo Benzo. Awesome. Yeah. That's and then, really of course, cool. I'll be on the show as that's well. That's great. That's so. great. And that's Saturday night, right? That's Saturday night at 10 p.m. Doors open at 930. And uh, huge compliment to you because we talked about this empowerment that, that comes with this. But I also saw on the social medias that it, there's video, too, now. Yes. of this and i'm like that's taking it another level step up because you know it's one thing to be in the club and, and you know the people that are in the club you know they're a part of that but now it's out there for everybody so super uh, awesome and courageous on your guys's part but also the video is immaculate so because you guys are working very hard on the video part of the club and it, it looks beautiful Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, huge shout out to our video team because they are the ones that are, are killing it. Um, and I just feel really blessed that they think the show is, is awesome enough to want to record it in that, in that kind of quality. <laughs> yeah, you've done a really good job making yeah. sure whoever happens to be headlining at the lounge that weekend also wants to be a part of it. What's that pitch like, Sarah? How do you, or Chris? <laughs> how do you pitch uh, to Chris? Go, honestly, do you feel like get naked on stage? or? Uh, <laughs> well, honestly, he's just I, finding I, out right now. I re- yeah. well, that actually that did happen with that happened with Augie. He yeah. thought he thought he was hosting it, and then he found out the day of that he was going to be taking his clothes off. But uh, he loved it. Uh, but really, I do. I lean on uh, Jen a lot. She um, she knows who would be more willing to participate in that type of show, who would do really well on it. And so then she helps me out by connecting me with them. The other angle, too, is, and you're, you're very specific about this, is it, it, whatever your comfort level is your comfort level. You know what I mean? You can get as naked as you want to get. You don't have to go crazy if you're just comfortable doing it because it's all about body positivity and feeling comfortable in your own skin, right? A hundred percent. And what that means to you, I mean, uh, last show, LJ Sullivan wore a ton of layers <laughs> and just got down to a tank top and you know some like sweat leggings sort of thing and like wasn't fully naked but the crowd still loved it because it's just yeah that's just the the point of it all it's like it is whatever you're comfortable with so much so that you get to look out into the crowd and see them taking off their clothes (laughs) because they're that comfortable and that is exactly the environment i wanted to create if people are looking for tickets for this weekend loungeboise.com the best place to go right that is right and you have a sponsor attached to this stuff don't you i do shout out to adam and eve uh they are sponsoring the event they're clothing uh myself and my staff and they are also donating raffle items uh, that we'll be giving away throughout the show and uh, even custom coupons uh, for us. So nice. they've been super awesome. They're really excited. They'll be at the show tomorrow night. Great. So, yeah. Make, make sure you check it out. Uh, lots of great stuff happening this weekend and some great deals to be had if you want to take advantage of that too, right? Yeah, yeah. We actually have a, a new service. So uh, for a limited time, if you guys text 208-747-0411, that's right, the 411, <laughs> uh, and text Shaw to that number, uh, you'll get a buy one, get one uh, promo code for this weekend's show for Chris Shaw's uh, shows on, on Friday and Saturday, which is today and tomorrow. Beautiful. So, yeah, again, that is uh, 208-747-747. 0411. Beautiful. So that's mm-hmm. a great number that you can text to get some good deals and uh, keep that number handy because I imagine it'll come in handy over various times at the lounge, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about the headliner this weekend out there at the lounge, Sarah, if you don't mind. Tell us a little bit about, about yeah. Chris. The, about Chris. Yeah. He's right here next to me and he's actually, oh, I can't say you that word out his. Look to your right and describe. <laughs> Very handsome. Oh, wow. Stop it. No, keep going. Funny. <laughs> uh, humble. Uh, Approachable, 
I sound, uh, I sound like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Isn't that who you? Yeah. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad. I got <laughs> Chris Shaw is headlining the, uh, the Lounge at the End of the Universe uh, both tonight and tomorrow night. Chris, thanks for getting up early and coming on here. We appreciate that. Uh, what's the home base, man? Where, where, where do you set up shop? I'm out of Las Vegas. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm originally from Indiana, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, that Was it easy to get started in comedy in and around Indiana, or was that a tough place to get started? Absolutely, because I'm amazing. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I didn't. I don't. I don't care about how easy anything is. I mean, if you want to do something in life, you just do it and uh, figure it out, and and let everybody else watch. I never thought about how difficult it would be, but it's been uh, two decades, and you know, this is one of my absolute favorite places to to tour, to come to, to even just hang out as a person. So, um, yeah, this this is a good spot. I like good, that. Good I people like that. belong in. Boise. Yeah, thank you, man. Uh, it's good to have you here. Uh, one of the things, I'm, I'm going to get a little nerdy about it, but yeah. uh, I absolutely love talking comedy because I'm very interested in that kind of stuff. But right. what, how did you find your voice? Because I absolutely love your delivery and I love your stage presence and I love the way you approach what you do. Was that a trial and error thing or is it was this completely natural and that's how it kicked off? Me and my my voice are still dating right now. <laughs> we haven't found each other. We're like, you want to go out again? This thing is kind of, um, you know what? I don't I don't have an answer for you um I'm still like I'm just like on in the moment basically I've never have actually uh like how I stand on stage yeah. people tell me about it like my delivery uh the delivery came only because uh me and my family we talk very fast and uh a lot of older white people will come to me after shows and say you know what we really really love you but <laughs> you talk so fast we're like three jokes behind yeah, but okay. we get we do get it when we love it. But can you slow down? And I, and first I took it as a wow, and then it kept happening over and over and over. And I said, you know, God is really trying to talk to me. He's saying older white people want to hear me. So, <laughs> so I slowed it. I slowed it down, and that's how that's how my voice is. Just so I articulate, and I'm very very slower, just because I know how fast it might come off. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then that's that's what we have now, just so everybody can get get on the train. Because I love it. I mean, it, it's it feels very deliberate. Very, it's like a slow burn stuff, but that stuff like just speaks to me. I just love the way that you deliver your stuff. So Thank you. I just I wanted to say, and I'm, I'm, a, and a, I'm fan. a big Stephen Wright fan. Okay, yeah. okay, fair enough. Nice, but it's it's fantastic. And of course, you've been doing this. You said for two decades, man. Yeah. Uh, what was it that made you originally want to get into this side of stuff? So weird. My grandmother, uh, rest in peace. She gave me a joke book when I was five, and she owned a beauty salon. And uh, I would go up and down and uh, entertain all the patrons and the beauticians. And uh, it was a thousand jokes, riddles, and something, uh, and puns. And uh, and I, I don't know. They were laughing because I was a cute black kid. <laughs> <laughs> but I was funny. I was funny. Yeah. And then this joke book was funny. I still have the joke book. Um, and she was going to give me another joke book. like, And she had it. Right beside her the day she died. Now, ironically, I was going to show her a VHS tape of my show. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, this is how long this story is. <laughs> but, yeah, um, and I used that uh, as a way to get out of being bullied and stuff like that. Uh, um, they would tell me, like, hey, man, I can't even be mad at you. I can't even kick your ass because I can't even be mad at you. You're so funny. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you hear some everybody hears that. And then all through life, you know, I just used it as, like, a weapon. You know, not a weapon, but as a shield. Yeah, defense yeah. mechanism. Yeah. Sure, yeah. exactly. Comedy can disarm people. Absolutely, yeah. and it has, and um, it didn't last night at the hotel. <laughs> okay. Oh but, no. But you know, usually, usually it always works. Most people like to laugh. 
Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And you definitely get a lot of that this weekend at the Lounge. LoungeBoise.com is the place you can go uh, for tickets if you want to check out Chris both tonight and tomorrow night. Uh, Chris, if people want to follow you on the socials or check out more about you online, what's the best place to chase you down? Uh you guys get porn up here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm not on there. I'm not on there. <laughs> yeah. Not on there. Uh, Just check it for later? Yeah, I just want to make sure you don't have to. I'm 18 and older. Uh, you can find me at chrisshaw.com. You can find me on uh, Instagram um, and Facebook under The Real Chris Shaw. Also, I have a new special coming out on um, uh, Amazon Prime, a uh, show called Laugh After Dark, produced uh, live in Vegas. This is season one, and I'm excited about it. It's my first TV project. I mean, I've done, like, commercials and stuff like that, but this is, like, a feature spot, and uh, I'm featured on there with Louie Anderson's nephew, so uh, looking forward to that. That should be coming out here uh, sometime, you know. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. just keep (laughs) it on Amazon Prime. Yeah. I love it. And, you know, when when you are looking for a place to record a special or put together something like that, uh, what, what are some of the stuff that you look for when you're looking for a venue? Somebody to ask me. <laughs> I, if, this was, if this was at Kentucky Fried Chicken, I'd shoot my special there, bro. Like it, I, uh, it, it was just a, a absolute blessing. I was telling B Lee that uh, I actually got asked to do three specials within a week's time, and I never had done any special before. And um, and then when it happened, like it was, it was just amazing. It was, it was all Louis Anderson's nephew that hooked me up. We became friends uh, a few years ago before I moved to Vegas. Stayed in. T- we had a real cool weekend in a, a ice cold town in northern Michigan. A UP, and uh, he he already remembered me, and then you know that's how that's how the business is. You that's come across awesome. people who have opportunities, and they can pass it on to other people, and they do it, and then that's what we're all in it for, just to keep the happy going. You know, beautiful, beautiful love, man. Yeah, yeah, love. yeah, exactly. Connections and love. Well, check him out this weekend. Uh, headline sets both tonight and tomorrow, and then according to Sarah, we're also going to see you somewhat nude on Saturday night. Is that okay? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, 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 man. I'm going to bring some, uh, some, some, uh, I bring one of those smoking jackets. All right. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh. The sexiness. That's okay. Yeah, and bring, have that. some of those socks with the suspenders on them. Remember those? Those old guys <laughs> yeah, wearing the shiny yeah. shoes. I love it. I love it. Happening all this weekend, loungeboise.com is where you need to go for tickets. But uh, please check out Chris Shaw this weekend and then stick around Saturday night. You won't be sorry for the stand up strip down of special that Sarah puts on. Uh, guys, thanks very much for coming in this morning. We always appreciate you guys very very much and best of luck we are going to come back here in a few minutes but first we got to check out traffic one last time that's a day to remember along with mark hoppus re-entries the name of that song here on the morning after with nick and big j a very cool event is happening tonight a great way to help out a family here in the treasure valley and also experience some fantastic local music it's all going down at the shredder and we have chris price in studio to talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that are happening chris first of all thanks for coming on in and talking about this we certainly appreciate it but uh, obviously your family is very deeply involved in what's going on tonight so give us the details about how people can can help out get some cool stuff for themselves and also help out a family that really could use it absolutely we like we have a lineup tonight of rock and roll that's going to blow your mind from old rock to heavy metal uh, we're going to slam it into the ground uh, and it's all for kelly ray humphrey's keel who uh, passed away february 20th this year and we're doing this benefit to make sure that uh, her family's taken care of and we have over five thousand dollars worth of uh silent auction stuff as well as $1,400 raffle items as as well and you know thanks to Justin Cantrell from the Shredder we've got Karen Comes Killing Hand of Doom and Black Tooth Grin that are going to play tonight and uh, 
Slumlord's going to go ahead and start you off and warm you up. Yeah, that's your band, Slumlord. That's my band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I want to. I don't want to forget to mention that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the lineup is is going to be amazing for sure. Yeah, it's going to be like like I said. Uh, if you want to have a great time, you're going to end up with a neck problem probably the next day. You know? <laughs> Tell um, us a little bit about uh, Callie's story uh, and and how important she was to your family and why this is a really good cause and a reason for people to come on out. She's my she's my wife's older sister, and she was almost like a mom to her. She was born uh, September 26, 1971, and she she died, of course, unfortunately, February 20th, and, and she died of um, breast cancer, and that's a big thing this weekend as well. And so I want everyone to understand that please check yourself, you know, yeah, get checked so that yep. they can have an opportunity to make sure that they're doing okay and catch Absolutely. it early. That's a key. Yeah, catching it early. And uh, uh, the reason we're doing this, though, is to have a lot of fun and, and have everybody have a kick in the pants, basically. You exactly. Know, so. And it's um, one of those things where, you know, I mean, you, you, you obviously you, you, those out there listening don't probably didn't know Callie, but uh, going to the show, you'll have a chance to get to know her. I'm sure a lot of people are going to be talking about her and, um, you know, uh, experiencing just some of the, the love that she gave uh, the family and, and the love of music out there, but also some great opportunities to help the family raise some money with some great prizes and, you know, raffle items and silent auction stuff, like you said. And, you know, we just handed you some stuff too to to thicken the pot with some corn and some uh, some slipknot tickets yeah so. slipknot tickets can you believe it yeah ah, so awesome we're happy guys. to help for sure but yeah. you know i and the idea i guess is to i know you wanted to thank the bands because all of these the people involved in this are, are your friends but they're also volunteering their time to make sure this is a good event. everyone everyone is volunteering everything all the proceeds are going directly to the, the Humphreys Keel family um, and so everyone has come through and like I said I could I could talk for hours about how many people have helped but we don't have the time guys well so. it's appreciated for sure no doubt I, I mean you're just gonna say right there I mean uh, a black tooth grin Karen comes killing show at the shredder is gonna be one you don't want to miss man it's gonna be mark that down in history because I don't know how many of those are, are left in the, the books everybody's getting old <laughs> that's right right we're, well, yeah we're all Hand of doom know. and slumlord so uh yeah. <laughs> mark it down and uh and put one in the memory bank because it's gonna be a hell of a show Chris, if uh, people want to attend tonight, we obviously want as many people there as possible. When do things get started over there at the show? Uh, the doors open at 6. The show starts at 7. It's only $5 at the door, so you got pay 5 bucks for four bands. So you're basically paying me $1.25, but not me. But you know, <laughs> Yeah, you're giving it to the family, Each, which is yeah, great. It's all going. It's all going. So for $5, you can't, you can't miss out on it, man. So just come have a great time with us, man. Absolutely. And, of course, again, uh, there's a silent auction and raffle items available. So it's all trying to raise as much money as you can. So you don't have to be too generous to get in the door, but it would be nice if you were generous with uh, helping out with the family with the uh, raffle items and the silent auction stuff. And then, of course, having a great time at the Shredder. And you said that Justin at the Shredder was nice enough to help you guys out as well, too, right? Yeah, I can't thank him enough. I can't thank everybody enough. You know, I could go on, you know, as Angie. And, I mean, I could just... 
Selena and I, oh, I could just go on and on. But anyway, yeah. It is There's nice so when people. when the rock metal and you know industry can kind of come together and help out a family when they really need it, and this is a great example of that tonight. So uh, find it in your hearts to check out a fantastic show, one that you won't forget, and also help out a family in need with their medical and final expenses as well. So it is a great, great cause, and we're happy to help out in any way that we can. Chris, one more time, give us the lineup for tonight. Oh, uh, is going to kick you off just to give you some old rock and get you warmed up. Then we got Karen Comes Killing, Hand of Doom, and Black Tooth Grey. <laughs> get you pull, as they say. So uh, come on out tonight. Uh, have a great time, but do so for a fantastic cause and a fantastic person here in the Treasure Valley. Shredder tonight, 6 o'clock is when you can get in there. Doors start at 7. Chris, thank you and your wife for coming in and being a part of the show and getting the word out a little bit. We hope it's a fantastic event for you and the family, for sure. Thank you, Nick. Big J, appreciate it, man. Much love, sleep. my friend. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We'll do some bad impressions next on the X Rock. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And bad impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. It's more than just Subaru. They're the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore, and we have for you tickets to uh, Floater, which is coming here to the Knitting Factory. Brought to you by Edge. Brewing. You can pick up your tickets, by the way, and avoid uh, ticket fees and all that at uh, either one of the Edge locations here uh, in the Treasure Valley uh, downtown or the one here in uh, Boise. Tickets are just 25 bucks, but we'll hook you up with a pair free right here. Show is uh, the 9th of July out there at the uh, Knitting Factory. If you want to go, 208-287-1003. Just got to figure out Big J's bad impression this morning. Let's go to the phones, get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Yes, sir. What up, man? What's your name? Marshall. All right, Marshall. You're up first. Back in the day, exploring, solving puzzles, and some action along with my figure was a pretty good reason to play PlayStation. I'm guessing this is a fictional character? Yes. Well, Well, I'm going to have to have another clue. Angelina Jolie played me in the first two cinematic versions of the game. Tomb Raider. There you go. I took you to take it? Yes. Beautiful. Well, good job, man. Answer. I wasn't sure if you were going for the actual name of the character, but good job, my friend. Way to go, Marshall. You got those Florida tickets. Why is Laura Croft Tomb Raider in the news? Uh, big news here, and uh, that is the fact that uh, Square Enix, who owns Tomb Raider, is uh, letting go. They're selling uh, Tomb Raider to the Embracer Group, uh, and that is a group who owns a ton of video games now, including Borderlands. So uh, if it all goes to plan, it's a $300 million transaction that would see most of Square Enix Western developers transfer a whole bunch of different game games, but of them, of them, the Tomb Raider is the biggest um, in that group of games. Uh, so, the last Tomb Raider game is really, really good. I, I would know. Very, very much. I know you're not allowed I to know. play. But uh, it is a good series as well. I can't say I enjoyed really any of the movies, however. Did you uh, enjoy any of them? Oh, I mean, they, like, I mean, they, they look, they were fine. What I'm saying is I, it didn't really, I didn't walk away going, wow, what a great movie with any of them. I did go to see them all, uh, so there's that, or I did see them all. I don't think I went to the theater for any of them. But I enjoyed the last one more than the Angelina Jolie ones, no offense to her. I thought it was put together really, really well, but uh, nobody cared and nobody went to go see it, so that becomes a problem. Is Square Enix going away? Is that what's happening? Uh, you know, I don't know, but they are definitely selling off uh, everything uh, that they got, pretty <laughs> right. much. So That's big, anyway. I'll take $300 million, I uh, guess. Okay. What do you got for sale? My soul? Oh, boy. You don't want to offer that up. Morning After with Nick and Big I, J. I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> we'll wrap up the show next on the X-Rock. <laughs> And that's-
Dan puts a ribbon on a bonkers and busy Friday. Thank you very much for hanging out with us to wrap up the week. A thank you to Chris Price uh, for coming in and talking about a great benefit concert happening tonight at the Shredder. $5 to get in to see some great local bands like Black Tooth Great and Karen Comes Killing and Slumlord. And it's going to be pretty awesome. Hand of Doom there as well. So check out the event tonight at the Shredder. And then maybe head on over to the lounge at the end of the universe after the show's over because you're going to see some comedy that goes late into the evening there. And Friday, thanks to Sarah as well as Chris for coming in and talking about the cool happenings at the lounge at the end of the universe this weekend. Tried and failed to give away some money in the X-Rock Double Dare. The topic of conversation is really bad comic book movies. So keep that in mind as we move forward. And Jason Drew takes things over at 1230. And Adam has another opportunity at 530. But it was a busy Friday, to be sure. And a reminder, it will be a busy Saturday as well as Big J. Going to be out broadcasting live tomorrow night, 8 to 10 p.m. Spearman Rhinos Gentlemen's Club. Happy birthday, Victoria June. Can we get you to sing happy birthday to her? I, I will see if they, yeah. I mean, they'll be celebrating your birthday. <laughs> oh, are you not around, allowed around the I don't the know. Talent? I don't know. Yeah, it's been a long time, so we'll, we'll see. Check out the funs, laughs, and lots to look at Saturday at the Rhino. Uh, again, 8 to 10 live broadcast. Big J will have some prizes to win as well from the X-Rock stock. And you get to celebrate a porn star's birthday party. How bad can it be, right? Yeah, we'll have tickets to Dorothy and uh, me without you. Is there? Well. I love it. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Hey, big weekend release to, the, to today. Uh, we've got a bunch of albums that hit today. Uh, Hailstorm's album, Back from the Dead. Three Days Grace album, Explosions, Fozzie's Boombox. Uh, so there you go. That's a lot. Plus the Black Crows. Uh, I've got an EP coming out as well. So tons of new music out there. God, between all that stuff happening this weekend, stuff to listen to. You got Doctor Strange at the box office. I mean, it is a weekend of Mother's Day for crying out loud. Yeah, that. yeah. Uh, celebrate Mother's Day by getting uh, your, your mother the album for Matt Heafy's new side project, Ibacrocky. Ibaraki? Uh, well, I don't know how you say it. I, I know, sure. I'm not sure. How do you spell it? Spell it for the good I people. I-B-A-R-A-K-I. And if so she's not into that, take her to the Rhino and hang out with you on Friday on Saturday night, right? Some might actually do that. I know. Don't uh, be surprised. I know. I wouldn't be. Uh, don't forget, the next set of X-Rock is brought to you by Beacon Plumbing for tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, toilets that aren't going to flush. Stop freaking call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, heating and mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. That's it for us. We will see you on Monday. Have a good weekend. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.